We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys, welcome back to the Stella Ray Herself podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. New episodes every Thursday, so don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Follow, I don't know if you can follow on Spotify. I'm pretty sure you can follow on Apple Podcasts. So, you know, stay updated. I have really been enjoying my podcast even more recently because I just feel like we're having a lot more discussion on you know, TikTok and Instagram. I've been doing the podcast clips. So as always, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in and just motivating me to make this podcast better, both in content and just in overall production. So I hope everyone has been having a great week so far. Let's do a little beverage check and I have a little story time for you guys. (laughs) Great. Can't wait for that one. Um, So I have my Starbucks and this is where the story time lies. And don't worry, it's not just a coffee story time. It has a deeper meaning. Okay. And then we have a peppermint tea, and then we have my water, my half-gallon water bottle that's under the desk. So let me know what you're drinking down below. So let me just tell you my Starbucks story time. (laughs) Bro. Um, So y'all know on this podcast, I talk a lot about people-pleasing and anxiety, and especially in regards to being a woman in today's society, we're socialized to just kind of put up with stuff or to just put on a smile or say, oh, it's okay, or, you know, put other people's feelings before our own. So, you know, these are all very relevant themes on my podcast, in my life, and just kind of things I've tried to overcome and work through, which it can be very challenging because it's the way that we're socialized. I feel like, at least for me, I'm not constantly, but very often put in situations or very often I have experiences where, you know, I need to be tested. Like, oh, am I going to people please today? Because it's just often expected of us to people please, you know, as women. And, you know, it might be harder for some than others. It's always been an issue I've had to deal with. So anyway, my recent drink at Starbucks, something I've been getting a lot if I want like a more sweet drink, but not overly sweet, is a venti iced Americano with I think a splash of oat milk and light caramel cold foam at the top. It just is like the perfect little combo, a little bit of sweet, but it's not like the whole coffee is sweet. It's just really good. Also, very important note, I get extra ice in this because an Americano, an iced Americano is, you know, hot espresso and water, but then over ice. So I always do mobile order and I always put extra ice. So anyway, I have not had a problem with that, especially since I started doing extra ice. I have not had a problem with my iced Americanos being watery or anything. So anyway, I just, you know, I know I'm going to film my podcast today. I want to film some other stuff. I have kind of a busy week because I'm going to Vegas this weekend. So I want to like, you know, be on my grind every day until then. So I'm like, I can't wait to get my venti Starbucks and just kind of work, go to the gym later on, like whatever. So I go to pick up my Starbucks and it's not ready yet, which is kind of unusual because I have been waiting, like I'll order it and then like wait a little bit to go because especially since more people have been going back to the office and stuff, Starbucks can be a little busy in the morning. So I know like back in the old days, I could literally order it as I was walking to Starbucks, but I can't do that anymore, which I know. So 
it's not ready yet, whatever. I can wait a few minutes. I'm on the I'm on FaceTime with my sister. So they hand it to me. And this is an important note of the story is that I had to wait for it. So it's not like this drink was sitting there waiting for me. So this girl hands me the drink. There's no ice in it, bro. There's no ice like at all. And I just, I don't even really notice that much at first. Like I'm like, oh, did the, all the ice melt? I leave Starbucks, I'm on the phone with my sister. And then I taste it and bro, it's like just lukewarm, like watery espresso water. But then like with the cold foam, it's just so unpleasant. And I'm like telling my sister, I'm like, bro, like this is so bad. There's no ice. Like, and I'm just like ready to keep it pushing. But then I'm like, you know what? No. <laughs> so I go back, I wait in line. Thank God it wasn't that busy which is also like, why did I have to wait for it? But whatever, maybe there was a lot of mobile orders. Um, I'm like, hi, like, I'm so sorry, but like, there's just no ice in this drink. I literally just picked it up and there's no ice. And she's like, oh, we'll remake it for you. Like, no worries. So then I'm waiting like kind of for a while. And I can tell, this is the thing too, like the two people who were making the drinks, this girl and this guy, I did not recognize either of them. So maybe they were new, you know, whatever. Um, but the manager's like, guys, like, please remake this drink. Like, I can hear her say. And I'm just, like, waiting patiently, like, y'all let me, it was even a, <laughs> it was even a big deal for me to even come back. So I'm not, like, they're, like, can you guys hurry up? Like, I'm just, like, standing, you know, like, whatever. Um, so I'm waiting for, like, quite a while. Thank God I didn't have to go do anything. Um, and I can see the guys making the drink this time. And, bro, I physically see him put the ice in, and it's, like, half a scoop of ice. <laughs> and he does it, like, you know, he puts the espresso, he fills the water up way too much to the top. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Puts half a scoop of ice and puts the cold foam. I'm just like, uh, damn. So I'm just like, you know, I have ice at home. If, maybe if I was really wanting to like, let's just, you know, be really uncomfortable today and overcome our anxiety or like people pleasing. I didn't really have anxiety about this. It was more so just like uncomfortable for me. Um, but I was just like, you know, I have ice at home. <laughs> Don't even worry. I'm just like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And then I leave and the manager like runs after me and she gives me a gift card. And she's like, I, I feel so bad. Like, I feel so bad. You have to wait. You had to wait. Like, thank you so much for your patience. I was like, oh my God, thank you. It was only a $4 gift card. It was a $6 drink. But you know, I appreciate the coupon for my time. And I just feel like it was a little, you know, maybe it was the universe. Like, good job looking out for yourself, you know? So shout out to that manager. I feel like she was with the shits and I wish she had been the one to make the drink because I just feel like she would have done a good job. But whatever, we got our drink. Luckily I had ice, a bag of ice at home. I just really want an ice machine. That's my dream. Like my dream is to just have the ultimate coffee bar like in my own like home, like house with like all the syrups that I want. Not that I'm even big on that, but like I want an ice machine with like different shapes of ice cubes. Like then I wouldn't really have to go to Starbucks, you know, like. I can make coffee at home, but it's just not going to be the same. But if it, I can make it better with the ice, like, anyway. So the point of me sharing that is don't <laughs> be scared, I guess, to, like, be uncomfortable or even, like, to make others uncomfortable. That does not mean you walk around entitled. And I feel like a lot of us are scared, you know, especially those of us who deal with people-pleasing or, like, anxiety or kind of like avoid situations like that of like going back when your coffee's wrong or sending your food back if it's like wrong or just like speaking up in another situation, you know, especially when you're out in public, like 
you know, we don't want to be perceived as like a Karen. I don't want to, you know, act like a boomer and like just walk around entitled like, oh my God. But it's like, there's a difference, bro. And like, if you're just polite and nice and understanding, like most of the time people are going to be, you know, they're going to respond well to that energy. Um, And don't get me wrong. I, I mean, realistically, bro, I can think of one time where like I at Starbucks like asked, I was with my friend and... I asked them to remake a drink. I don't even remember if it was her or me whose drink needed to be remade, but I could tell the barista was like annoyed. But you know, I kind of got that vibe from her from the start. Like she wasn't in the best mood, probably didn't make her day any better, but it's like, I paid for this drink. Like I want it to be what I want, you know? And it's like, I'm not going to be rude about it. I'm not going to be entitled, but like, (laughs) but it's like nothing bad happened. It's like, yeah, okay. She kind of had a little bit of an attitude, but like, then I got my drink and it was correct. And I was like, thank God. So um, just like PSA to all the anxiety girlies out there, like don't be afraid to go back. And just think of it as like a test to yourself. That's like kind of what I thought of it as today is like, yeah, I could have gone home after the first time and just like put more ice. It would have been fine. But it was more so just like for myself, like just the practice of like asking for what I want or like putting myself in a potentially uncomfortable situation just for the sake of like, Okay, like, let's just practice, like, speaking up. Um, With that being said, you know that whole vibe? I feel like it was really... Vibe. It's just, like, my filler word for, like, whenever I don't know what to call something. Like, you know that vibe? Or, like, I don't even know if it was, like, a trend or an article. I don't remember. But, like, and I don't even know how, if it was just prevalent in my world or if it was, like, just mainstream. Like, I don't don't remember. But let me know if y'all ever heard of, like, that guy's experiment where, like, he wanted to get over rejection. So I think it was for 30 days. Maybe it was a TED talk. I don't know. But he would just like ask for outlandish stuff every day. Like I think one of the examples was he went to Starbucks and asked them if he could be a greeter at the door. And it's like he's asking things like expecting people to say no, but it was just kind of like for him to get over rejection. And it was just interesting how many people ended up saying yes. This is the thing with that. Because, I mean, in a way, it's kind of cool. Like, okay, practice, you know, just, like, people saying no to you. But I feel like especially as a man, bro, it's like you're putting everyone else in uncomfortable situations where, like, you're asking something of them. And it's like you're not taking into consideration how they're going to feel in that moment. Like, imagine, like, you're the barista and this random man's like, oh, can I do this? And it's like, uh, like, what if the barista has people pleasing problems (laughs) like you're not taking into consideration any of that so it's like yeah i get the experiment but that just seemed kind of like not rude but just like inconsiderate of other people and you're just kind of inconveniencing service workers and like people that don't need to they already deal with enough shit from people you know and you're just like oh well i'm on my journey of like i want to get over this it's like i feel like there's better ways we do that so it's not about that and it's like asking someone to remake your coffee when it's not made correctly is like not that like maybe it's an inconvenience for them but it's like you're not being extra (laughs) me to myself me as i was walking back you're not being extra it's like fine like this is like (laughs) me when they remade it bad a second time it's fine like don't worry like you guys did a great job like don't even worry about it like it's literally fine like i'll make it myself at home like you know it's fine (laughs) anyway so yeah and then i posted it on my story (laughs) and again it's not (laughs) 
it's not about the cop dude i literally said to my sister because i'm on the phone with my sister this whole time and like not talking on the phone but you know we just like we can just like she's like doing her skincare i'm like we're not talking she's just like on the phone <laughs> so after what like i walk away the second time like after i get the gift card I was like, you know what? It wasn't about the coffee. And then I'm like, imagine I said to the manager when she's like, miss, miss, wait, I have something for you. I'm like, honey, it was never about the coffee. (laughs) I just turn around and walk away. But it wasn't, you know, like, yeah, I wanted my coffee. It wasn't about the coffee. But yeah, so I posted it on my story and this girl was like, oh, I wish I like did this when they made my coffee wrong the other day. I forget what exactly was wrong with her coffee. Um, But yeah, don't be afraid. And it's just like, most of the time people are just like oh yeah i'll totally do that for you like no worries so yeah that's the story but at least i had ice at home so now i'm enjoying this experience we have a few interesting topics to talk about today and please (laughs) i'm pleading y'all no um but please let me know if there's ever anything you want me to talk about i did post on my story this past week or like last week what's some topics you want me to talk about on the podcast and there was such a good variety of topics and stuff that i don't usually talk about So I really appreciated that. So thank you guys. And if there's anything, if there's ever anything, like, I don't know, an article that you read or a post that you see, or even like a a tweet that you see, bro, or like, I don't know, a TikTok that you watch and you're like, oh, like I would love. And it's not even like, oh, necessarily you want my thoughts, but just like, like what I like about this podcast is I feel like, you know, I can bring something up and then we can like have a discussion afterwards. Um... (sighs) What's that thing called in school when you have a discussion? I forget. <laughs> you don't have to talk. I know I do talk a lot about not the same topics over and over, but I feel like just like topics that are all under the umbrella of like dating or I don't know, setting boundaries, people pleasing, that kind of thing. But if you guys ever want me to talk about something else, like let me know for sure. So I tried to kind of switch up the topics today a little bit. Like we do have some of that, but I honestly we'll never get sick of talking about so the first topic that i wanted to talk about today has been very trendy recently and that is the whole soft life idea or aesthetic or like vibe should we say i've seen a lot of tiktoks about this a lot of posts about this and i just kind of wanted to talk about it today and ask you guys like what you thought about it i don't know if this started as like a deviation of like the black girl luxury aesthetic or lifestyle i'm not sure because i was looking up articles and whatnot and i did find an article that was specifically targeted towards black women but then i also found an article that was just kind of like in general for women so i'm not sure where this started i feel like it probably started from black women and the black women or black girl luxury trend which love um so i don't i don't know where to give credit i don't know who started this i don't know if someone did if like someone did or like where this trend came from but i feel like this idea really does tie into a lot of the things that i've been talking about recently especially when it comes to hustle culture and healing and you know the productivity kind of addiction that so many of us have especially because of capitalism (laughs) So this article is from theglowupqueen.com. The soft life is defined 
in this article at least as you don't overwork yourself to the point of burnout you're not constantly chasing luxury you choose to live a balanced lifestyle and you enjoy living in the moment it's all about living a more simple and comfortable life with less stress this whole lifestyle is the opposite of the girl boss movement and instead focuses on what truly makes you feel happy so then they go over some of the aspects of living a soft life and what it looks like so it can look like prioritizing your mental health instead of climbing the corporate ladder hustle culture is about working overtime climbing the corporate ladder and creating many income streams if you focus all your time on gaining career and material success your mental health usually deteriorates You'll have less time for a social life, your home will be chaotic, and you'll feel like you never have time for anything. You'll constantly feel burnt out, etc. Removing people that bring nothing but drama into your life. This is, this is a little hustle culture to me, but it says, don't tell people all of your business, move in silence. Very like you would see that quote on like a hustle IG page. Tell people no more often. Don't live a busy lifestyle. If you're always busy trying to be the best, you'll always feel unsatisfied with what you have. The school system taught us that we must always focus on achieving a goal at every point in our lives. But when you graduate, suddenly there's no goals. You've centered your entire life around achievements and now you have an identity crisis. Okay, this also kind of makes me like hesitate. Not that I hesitate about the soft life vibe, but just this whole like Y'all know I've talked about oh, living in your feminine energy. It's like, Ugh, is this just like patriarchy? <laughs> now, more women than ever are starting to realize the toxic culture of the girl boss movement of always hustling and being the leader. We were taught through that to be strong, tough, and not depend on any man. The soft lifestyle is the opposite of that. Sometimes it's okay to take a step back, embrace your femininity, and take care of your mental health. So it's like, I mean, like when they explain that, it sounds fine, but just like, Bro, I literally saw a TikTok. It's like, why is this on my For You page, bro? But I saw this TikTok where I was like, it was probably about the soft life. I don't really remember because it was like a while ago, but it was like, oh, like this. And it just shows like, you know, women like, like kind of like stock image, like stock videos of like, you know, women getting up in the morning, running, going to the gym and then like going to corporate meetings and like being a girl boss. But then it's like, when really as women, we're meant to live like this. And it's like, oh, her taking a bath, her running in a field, her like in the bed. I just feel like so often that like live in your feminine energy thing can very, very quickly turn into just repackaged gender roles and misogyny low key. Cause it's like, oh, as a woman, like you're, it's like, oh, you're not meant to work. <laughs> it's like, um, for many women, especially women who do choose to work and have careers, like there is that pressure of, you know, constantly achieving or constantly doing and like, I don't know, like not asking for help or like being hyper independent. But I just feel like as a society, like we could step back from that and, you know, prioritize mental health, live more of a soft life, you know, say no, like stop prioritizing career or just like hustling and always focusing on the next achievement over mental health and like creativity feeling our emotions, et cetera. Like, I feel like men could benefit from that too. So to have that, that idea or like, you know, toxic hustle culture or productivity culture or capitalism targeted directly as towards women, it's like, how come you don't, how come y'all aren't focusing on like, like men as well? Like men could embrace their femininity or just, you know, prioritize mental health or whatever. So when it's specifically targeted towards women like that, it just makes me hesitate. Like, is this just gender roles? Like, cause the whole alpha male thing is like toxic for men as well. You know, it's like boys are taught from a young age to 
be the leader. This is what masculinity looks like. You need to get with a bunch of girls. You need to be the boss. You do not want to be a beta. (laughs) That's just as harmful. If I were to give my definition of a soft life or like what I would want it to be, it would be, you know, prioritizing mental health, saying no, putting creativity and I guess just enjoyment or joy over, you know, hustling and just like, oh, this constant like urge to do more, say yes to more, be busier. It's like, how about we, you know, let there be some empty space in our lives, you know, space to just be, space to create, space to daydream, space to take a bath and run through the field like that video. (laughs) What what do y'all think? What do you think people are doing all day? Like, you think every woman wants to just run through a field and take a bath? Like, sure, sometimes, yeah, that'd be great. But like... (laughs) all the time like nothing else so this article also we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become Senwa Saga Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Reminded me of a post I saw from the holistic psychologist on IG. I actually did post this on my story. So this post says, if you need to take a break from healing, consider if your idea of healing is wrapped in productivity culture. I know y'all have seen those TikToks. Some of you maybe relate, but I just remember seeing this TikTok of this girl like, oh my God, like, do I always have to be you know, working on myself. Like, can I just be, can I just go on a bender? Like, oh my God. And in the caption of that post on Instagram, she said, you know, I think she gave an example of herself, like staying in her pajamas all day and just like not really doing anything. And, you know, it kind of goes into what I was talking about last week of healing and how healing is not perfection. And healing is not a certain aesthetic. It's not, oh, I will reach this point in my life where everything is perfect and I never have to deal with anything. I have my 5 a.m. money routine and I have nobody toxic in my life and I never have to deal with negative emotions. Like that's not what being healed looks like. That's not what healing looks like. That's not what healing feels like. And I think through a lot of these posts, TikToks, videos about healing and like, oh, the that girl aesthetic and like this and that, like that's all it is, is an aesthetic. And so many people I feel like therefore think that healing looks a certain way and oh like if you were healed like you wouldn't be staying in your pajamas all day or like oh this that when really and that's what I really tried to emphasize in last week's episode healing is just about having the tools and the awareness to get through or navigate you know hard times traumatic experiences like hard emotions like you think if you're healed and like something traumatic happens to you like it just doesn't affect you because you're healed like no that's gonna fuck you up regardless of how healed you are. But it's like about having the resources and the tools to navigate through whatever happens to you. Because life is just like, life is crazy. No matter how much money you have, no matter how beautiful you are, no matter your level of success, life still happens to you. None of those things equate to being healed as a person. So I do like that this soft life vibe does emphasize mental health and I feel like takes it a little bit beyond just an aesthetic. Like the that girl aesthetic was very much just that. 
an aesthetic. I mean, I guess it was kind of lifestyle. It's like, oh, I'm going to organize my fridge and like, you know, go on a run and do Pilates and (sighs) do my skincare. But like, that's the thing, especially when you're a type A kind of person and, you know, it's very easy for you to just do and do and do. I feel like so many of us um, base our self-worth in our achievements and how much we do and just like our productivity levels. And we measure our self-worth by our quote-unquote success, which, you know, is tied to capitalism, which is like how much work we can produce or, you know, how much money we can make. You got to take a step back. Like, I feel like, you know, for a long time, people, you know, thought I had it all together. Probably to a certain extent, people still do because like I'm very good at hiding anxiety, just saying yes, doing, 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 especially in school. I had the worst anxiety in high school, but, you know, I would get good grades and I would show up and, you know, I didn't really party. I was a good kid. So people are like, wow, she has it all together. It's like, bro, I was like dying on the inside, you know? So I, again, I like how the soft life kind of like makes that a thing because I feel like so often, and I think I thought this too. And again, this kind of goes back to what I was talking about last week, but it's like, we think of being the best version of ourselves as being, oh, the most productive version of myself or, oh, the most, my career would be so advanced if I was the best version of myself. I would be prettier if I was the best version of myself. I would look like this. My body would look like this or like I would be getting these grades, whatever. When really it's like, that's still external forms of like measuring your self-worth when really it needs to come from within and not in like a mystical way, but just like, how do I feel? Like, what are my feelings? Am I in touch with my feelings? Am I, is my life in balance and harmony? Do I have a support system around me? Am I able to express my emotions? What is my attachment style looking like? You know, it's like all of those things. Am I able to say no when someone asks me to do something for them and I'm unable to, or I just don't want to? Am I able to step away from a situation that is not, that is not in my best interest? How do I react under stress? How do I, what are my coping mechanisms when I go through hard times? Like, it's like all of those things. It's not the external, like, clean girl, that girl. (laughs) How much can I do? Oh my God, I just want to be better. I just want to be like myself. And that TikTok, again, I referenced last week. um, This, I think she's a psychologist on TikTok. um, But she said, you know, healing is about loving all versions of yourself. So even the, the versions you're ashamed of, even the versions that you don't you know that you wish didn't exist it's about embracing all of those versions and loving all of those versions so do you ever feel like you need a break from healing because sometimes like she said in her caption of that post sometimes healing can just look like giving yourself a rest you know and just being in bed all day and letting your body just like chill letting your mind relax so if we can think of the soft life as you know putting ourselves first prioritizing mental health and just keeping a good balance of everything because I I don't think it's about you know oh I never wanting to achieve anything or like oh if you're if you want to be somewhere in your career like not going for that but it's just like about balance and not like you know yeah like not overdoing it over here and you're neglecting all of this other stuff like mental health your emotions creativity joy being you know with your friends or family so just like bringing it in balance And it's very hard, again, I think I said this earlier, but like in a society that like always wants us to be like doing more and like on the next hustle and like, bro, especially in this time of a recession, it's kind of like, damn, I'm just supposed to sit back. Like, what am I supposed to do? And yeah, so just asking yourself, like, how do I 
react under stress? Like, do I tend to do way more? Do I tend to under, like, you know, retreat and not want to do anything? Um, so I will link these articles down below. I don't think they're like, it's kind of like take it with a grain of salt. But I guess I posed the question to you. Have you thought at all about the soft life vibe? Even if you didn't know it was a trend, like, have you ever just kind of thought about that like oh i need to step back from productivity culture has hustle culture or productivity culture ever affected you i feel like it really starts for a lot of us in school you know when we're like oh you need to get better grades you need to be joining an extracurricular so also i've been rereading this book creating money it's kind of law of attraction vibes but i feel like it just has a lot of realistic I don't know, I feel like just good advice. This is a book I really like to read before bed because it just makes me feel good. So I wanted to read a part. Also, this is, okay, yeah. I was doing so good at like reading my books. I've had a book on hold at the library for so long. Like since I was reading my last book, which was an Eve Babbitt's book, it was not my favorite one. It was LA Woman. I didn't love it. I kind of felt like it was all over the place, but Sex and Rage, amazing. Slow Days, Fast Company, also amazing. I think my favorite so far though is Sex and Rage. But anyway... It's not like I'm trying to take a break from reading, but like, damn, they just need to hurry up and, you know, put this book. So I put a Bell Hooks book on hold. So hopefully I get that. But anyway, so I've just been kind of read, like reading this book at night um, to just read something. So this page I really felt was in alignment with this whole thing of like a soft life and like doing things just for enjoyment and things like that. When you have a choice to make and the highest option is not immediately obvious, ask yourself a series of questions. If all choices look equally good, ask which decision holds the most joy for me, which seems to call my heart as something I would love to do. Then pick the option that brings you the most joy. Even if the joyful path does not appear to promise you as much money, in the long run, it will be far more profitable than the choice that isn't as joyful. Don't make your choice based on how much money it appears you will make. Following the path of your heart will always bring you more abundance. If all choices seem equally joyful, ask, which choice makes the most sense to follow and is the most practical for me right now? Your highest path will always make practical sense. If the choices are still equal, ask which choice makes the greatest contribution to humanity or allows me the greatest opportunity to serve others. Think of the higher qualities you want to create in your life, such as well-being, love, and aliveness. Which choice allows you to express these qualities more fully? Rather than defining success in terms of the concrete things that might represent to you, such as how much money you would have in the bank, what house you would live in, or what type of car you would drive, be willing to expand your definition of success to include the goals of your higher self. True success is having the right amount of money, transforming an old habit or negative belief, releasing a fear, doing things you love, and developing and recognizing your special talents. From a higher point of view, success is creating something when, when you need it, making a contribution to others, and loving and respecting yourself and others. It is growing and learning from all your experiences. Look at others as successful, not by how rich they are, but by the quality and happiness of their lives. As you focus on these higher qualities of success, you will realize that in terms of your higher self, you have already achieved many successes even if you haven't yet met the specific financial goals set. Appreciate where you are now, rather than focusing on how far you have to go, appreciate how far you've come. Some people look ahead to the next mountain to climb without taking time to appreciate the one that they have just climbed. They never have the satisfied feeling they are looking for. Acknowledge your successes, for as you do, you will build upon them. The more you remember past successes, the more you will create success in the future. And this is like manifestation, like <laughs> really summed up. Um, you've had the elements of every experience with money. 
You have had the experience of feeling abundant, even if it was just for a moment. Perhaps you got a beautiful toy that you wanted. Perhaps somebody gave you an unexpected gift of money or you received more than you asked for. Maybe the lady at Starbucks gave you that $4 gift card when you didn't expect it. (laughs) The more you capture that sense of joy, enthusiasm, and appreciation, the more good things you will attract in your future. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like this book because I feel like it's, it's just a little realistic. Like, it's not just completely delusional. It, like, focuses on, like, you know, where in my life now can I appreciate gratitude? Like, I don't feel like it's very toxic positivity vibes, you know, like some law of attraction books can be. What I like about this book is that it has little like affirmations throughout it. So what I'll do before bed is just like go through it and like pick a random page and then I'll read that. Develop the, this one says, develop the trait of putting forth your best wherever you are and it will bring you greater abundance. I change the world around me by changing myself. I bring love and a positive attitude to everything I do. And I feel like low key, like all of these things are kind of related. Like even if you have to like, set a boundary and it like feels bad it's like ultimately you're putting yourself your highest self first and it's really like the vibe me realizing like hold on i'm gonna use myself as an example like back when i was super into manifestation law of attraction toxic positivity like i do feel like part of myself subconsciously thought that you know any kind of conflict was just like bad and i mean this wasn't just in regards to the law of attraction but just like at this time a lot of these things were like overlapping so because i had a hard time saying no or speaking my mind because i didn't want to cause conflict or like hurt someone's feelings i wasn't putting myself first i wasn't putting my own needs first and therefore i feel like i had a lot of people around me who just you know liked to be around me because i would say yes to them but the thing is once you start saying no to people or you start you know defining your boundaries you know what am i comfortable with what do i want my life to look like and living for yourself, people who are not going to respect that and therefore opportunities that are not in your best interest or not truly in alignment with like your values and who you are and who you want to be, you know, your best self, your highest self, those are all going to go away because you're like telling yourself the universe, the people around you (laughs) that I'm not going to stand for anything less than I deserve and that I want. And again, not in a entitled way or whatever, but just in like a self-love, self-respect way. And I feel like when you're able to put yourself first, when you're allowed to say, when you allow yourself to tell others, no, I'm not comfortable with that. No, I won't be able to do that with you, whatever. You know, those who get it are therefore typically going to feel safe telling you no or, you know, setting a boundary with you. And that just creates such a better relationship, you know, just with so much more trust and actual understanding because both people are allowed to actually be themselves, their full selves, not just, you know, when it's happy and good and we get along, like, you know, how are we going to be when we disagree on something? Um, And just with opportunities as well, you know, like, I don't want to attract opportunities that aren't in true alignment with who I am. I don't want to attract opportunities that came to me just because like I wasn't able to say no, you know? So it is kind of aligned. Me realizing that the law of attraction does not have to be a toxic positivity. So yeah, um, I will link this book down below. I really like it. It's a book I've always like kind of gone back to more than any other book I've really read about like law of attraction or anything like that. It's just like those good vibes, but not too delusional, you know? And yeah, I just low-key feel like life is more fun when I'm like, oh, I'm looking for synchronicities and I'm like looking for like science from the universe. Like it's just like more, it's more fun. I think what makes this book a little different is it kind of, 
and again, I haven't like reread it cover to cover in a while, so there, there's probably some little mm, like delusion here and there. But just like I like that it emphasizes that vibe of trusting your intuition because I feel like that can just get you so far, and that can save you from situations, that can bring you to situations. Um, but just like tapping into yeah your inner joy, and there's another page that just really talks about you know tapping in with your intuition and how it will just always feel the best you know it will always bring you to the most joy and i just really i really like that so i will link it down below y'all should check it out let me know if you have read it um but yeah so that's kind of my thoughts on the soft life break from healing and ultimately it's all it all boils down to the same thing putting yourself first so for our next topic i don't really know what there is to say about this but i guess i wanted to bring it up because i've thought this so i found this tweet Someone retweeted it and it says, there's no spontaneity left in New York City. You can't just go anywhere. You need a reservation. You need to book a date in advance. You have a time limit. It's like we're living in the sneakers app. (laughs) I just like felt this so hard. Like, obviously, I don't live in New York. I live in LA, but just still that like big city vibe. And just that like how much of social media or like tiktok specifically is like helpful and cool and like wow but then how much of it is also like i feel like to a certain extent and i'm not necessarily saying this is like bad but it's like so many things just can't be anymore and like you know shit in a city like stuff to do like places like people you know if people find like a secret little speakeasy or like little club that no one knows about everyone starts going there everyone is making a tiktok did you guys know if you go in this bodega there's a store in the back (laughs) i know y'all have seen that one um and i mean i guess they're like bringing business to the business but it's like i just feel like so many things aren't authentic not saying i'm excluded from this but people just do things for the photo people do things for the story for the tiktok for the day in my life vlog and just that vibe also of like everything needs to be labeled and like talked about (laughs) And again, I'm not even saying this is bad, but it's just something I've noticed. There was like the that girl aesthetic and then there people are rejecting the that girl aesthetic and moving towards the chic nightlife shadows up IG aesthetic of, you know, the feral club rat. (laughs) Does everything need to be like a dissertation? Like does everything need to be just like fully explained with like examples? Like can we just like vibe? And again, I'm not even saying it's bad. I'm not even saying it bothers me. But I'm just like, I've noticed it. And just with the tweet too, it's like everything just has to be like reserved. And like, I feel like a lot changed because of the pandemic. And I think low key, that's what this tweet is referring to. Like we always need a reservation for everywhere. There is usually a time limit, especially these days. And you know, at a certain point, you know, we kind of like gave up on that, but it's like only a certain amount of people could be let in. And then I feel like with the pandemic, like early 2020, that's when a lot of people got on TikTok. And I feel like, you know, TikTok was still a thing before that, but that was really when like a lot of people were on TikTok. That's when I started using TikTok a lot more um, and like going on it every day. So I feel like it's low key, like a cultural shift as a result from the pandemic and just precautions that we had to take. The sneakers app, you're waiting in line, a virtual line, but you're waiting in line for this product. You know, and so many of us had to wait in line for the grocery store. We had to wait in line for a restaurant or for a coffee shop when we didn't have to before. So it kind of creates this like just more 
structured or like definitely a less spontaneous, you know, just like free for all vibe. So many restaurants now that you did not have to make reservations for before, you should make a reservation for it now, you know? Um, and I feel like that's just as a result of the pandemic. So it'll be super interesting to see what other things change. You know, obviously a lot has already changed already just in the past couple years, but yeah, that's why society changes is things happen and you know we change what we do we change our everyday routine and it can start you know so gradually but then like all of a sudden we're like in a completely different kind of world than we were prior so it'll be just like very interesting to see just like where life goes and just like technology and everything like i mean i don't even want to get into it but i guess like what is your thoughts on this tweet specifically like do you feel like going I can't even find the tweet. Do you find that like going out or just like, you know, being in a big city is a little more like, I don't know, controlled vibes or like, oh, I just need to plan everything in advance and make sure I have reservations here, here and here. I feel like, I don't know, yes and no. Obviously, I don't live in New York. I've never been in New York for like a super extended period of time. But just from what I noticed when I was there last, I think just because it's a lot more concentrated of a city, there's so many more people just out on the streets and whatnot. I found that it was a lot easier, at least compared to LA, to just like kind of randomly, naturally, spontaneously discover, I don't know, something to do or cool people or it was just a lot easier to meet people because everyone's like outside versus in LA, like, I don't know, like, yeah, maybe downtown. It's just like everyone's in their car everything's so spread out like it's just you're a lot less likely to just have that natural kind of like vibe but yeah i just feel like you know big cities in general because of the pandemic like because there's so many people no matter where you are la new york anywhere else vibes did have to be controlled and contained because of the pandemic and just like you know social dis distancing and capacity of like maximum capacity of people allowed somewhere so I feel like that's a big reason why. But I would love to hear your thoughts. Have you experienced this? It's weird because it's like stuff's kind of low-key back to normal. But then it's like, I don't even really remember. <laughs> like, what did I even do before? Everything has to be content. So therefore, everything has to be a thing. Because the only way we're going to be able to continue, like, I don't know, talking about an aesthetic or like a lifestyle or whatever is like, if we label it. So it like makes sense. But it's also like, is this annoying? Kind of. <laughs> Anyway, I would love to hear your thoughts. But yeah, I think that's all I'm going to discuss today, y'all. I hope everyone has an amazing weekend. Let me know your thoughts on anything I discussed today and let me know what you want me to talk about in future episodes. I would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.